Welcome to Spiritual Intros, the podcast that introduces the curious and open-minded to some of the basic elements of spirituality. Each episode will focus on a specific topic within the metaphysical world, and we'll cover everything from meditation to astral travel. So sit back, relax, and prepare to be introduced to some ideas that are way out there and some ideas that you've known instinctively all along. Let's start the journey. And welcome to our next episode. I hope everybody's doing awesome, and thank you for joining us here. Uh, And again, our special co-host, Helen. Helen, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you, Derek? I'm fantastic. Thank you for asking. So, what is our next stop on our journey? Our next stop is the soul. And why I wanted to talk about the soul yeah. before any, any other concept is because it's the key to spirituality. So, if you want to be a spiritual person, you want to learn about spirituality, you have to start with the soul. Otherwise, nothing makes sense. Okay. So, that's a nice description. Um, but, uh, okay. So, for the simple guy here, uh, what is the definition of the soul? Okay. <laughs> like, let's talk about that. Like, you know, if you can. Yeah, it's um, the soul is the part of our being that lives on after the body dies. So it's an it's an energy. Okay, it's not a solid, concrete piece of flesh or bone. All right, and I mean, the, in the, so that's a great description. So how about some of the characteristics? Like, you know, if I'm trying to get into this, okay, the soul's probably okay, another important part. But I'm trying to figure out, like, what what are what are characteristics of this thing? Well, it's eternal, so it never dies; it lives on. It's not physical, so like we said, it's energy. It's all-knowing, which is really um, interesting. Your your soul knows everything. It doesn't have to learn anything. It's connected to everything energetically, and it's very loving and kind and positive. So a soul would never be mean or or, uh, vindictive or criticize. It's always compassionate. It's also peaceful and calm. So the soul never gets excited and, and um, angry and, um, you know, stressed out. It's otherworldly, which is, you know, something that we'll talk about. It's something not of, of uh, this earth. Okay. It's also not of the here and now and, and doesn't know what time. It's timeless. But it's very powerful. Yeah, so it? hold on, Helen. You're making this this whole thing sound like it's it's actually a person, right? I know the soul is sort of part of you, but like... It sounds like there's characteristics of a personality in there too. Like it's this thing. It's almost. I mean, obviously, it's human. Or is that how you view it? I think um, th- there's definitely um, the aspects of the soul that can also be personality characteristics. Absolutely. Really? So, I mean, you know what? There's a lot of theories and opinions out there about the soul. Um, you know what? Again, I'm so baffled by all this. Can you explain to me, like, you know, let's get into some of that. I'm really curious to see, like, all these other viewpoints and stuff. So um, what do you got? Um, well, there's, I, w- I want to talk also about the difference between the soul and the personality. You just touched on the point that was yeah, um, that threw me. I'm very like, astute. Yeah, that that it does sound like it's almost a human. But the, the soul is mostly energy. So it, it doesn't have a, um, a concrete personality it surrounds your body it doesn't have a name or a gender or an ethnicity it doesn't have like a social standing no job no education um it it just is whereas with your personality um that's the you that you think is you that's derek who who is derek he's a he's a guy he's this old he's of this ethnic background 
He's got this education. This is what he does for a living. He's got these opinions. He likes this. He doesn't like that. And he also plays roles. Like you're a son, you know, you're, you're a brother, you're Mm -hmm. uh, a boyfriend. You have, you have fears, you have hurts and you have past experiences and memories. The soul doesn't have any of that. So it's not, um, there, there is a big difference when you look at the soul versus the personality because of that. So like, all right. So I mean, you're saying it's, it, it, it's actually there, but it might, might not be like you, you know, I mean, I know I've heard people say, oh yeah, you don't have a soul because they're meaning, you know, you don't have any feeling, but then your definition sounds a bit different, right? So how do I know if I really have a soul? You know what I mean? Like, how do you tell our listeners like, look, you know, does everybody have a soul or, you know, do you have to build a soul within your um, my definition of soul, what we just talked about here, it's much more scientific. Um, and how we know we have a soul, which is the energy field that's around us, is there's this photography, many people have seen this, called Kirlian photography, which you can what actually... What is it called? Kirlian, K-I-R-L-I-A-N. Wow, okay. And it can take a picture of you, but it senses your, your let's call it aura, the energy around you. It's heat, because it's energy. Energy is, is heat. And serious? that's scientific proof that there's an energy field around every human. Really? And and trees and animals. Anything living has uh, an aura. And the aura is connected to the soul, obviously, right? So, Yeah, but, and then you also asked some, about some theories. Yeah, well, I mean, that's soul. what I was saying, right? Oh, my God. There's so many, there's so many theories of the soul. I'm going to try and just give you the, um, just the, the really big ones. Yeah, go ahead. The, one of the big um theories about a soul it's called reincarnation many people have heard of that and it and it means that the soul gets recycled and comes back to earth many times with different personalities so there that's where you have the difference like the same soul can be derek in this lifetime but then when the body of derek dies the soul can come back and actually be a female um for Really, for eternity, it goes on and on, and there there's mainstream religions that believe this, uh, namely Hinduism and Buddhism, really? as opposed to you know Christians believe that you know if you when you die you either go to heaven or you go to hell and that's it. Whereas um, reincarnation kind of says that that's not the case. You come back again as another a person to experience another life. So a- along those lines, we have the theory of karma, and that says that the soul comes back to either get payback or, or make up for something. So someone who was an abusive father to their son, maybe the next time around as kind of a punishment with quotation marks, they become the son that gets abused. So it's kind of like makes up for it. But karma is actually much more than that. It's very complicated. Yeah. Um, and we will talk about this in, in a future podcast because it does take a long time to talk about it. Well, and like you were saying, I mean, I'm taking a step above here, but like, you're telling me, okay, you know, obviously you can have one or you can have one, right? Can you, can you, you know, you're saying it's going to pass off, you know, if you, if I leave this world, my soul will continue into something else, right? Yeah, yeah. Can I actually communicate with that soul? Can I say, look, you know, you made stupid mistakes before, like, do I have enough? Is there enough? Um, can you sort of write the soul proper? You know, can you say, look, okay, I screwed up here, but I'm going to, in this next life, I'm going to do this. Does a soul, can you communicate with the soul is what I'm trying to say here. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of ways to communicate with the soul. And, and I want to go through them at the end because we're going to do a concrete experience of how, of how, um, did I jump the gun com- by my, by my questioning? 
A little bit, but that's okay. That's okay. I'm just letting you know that we will be talking about communicating with the soul. But I just want to finish off on the on the some more theories because um, these these soul theories and thinking about the soul over the course of my life, I I go back and forth. I can't really make up my mind. What do I really believe? So I, w- I want to run some of these by you, and maybe you can see what you think, or maybe the listeners can kind of. You know, you open up your mind and you say, maybe it's this or maybe it's that. So another thing I just wanted to talk about was that the, there is a theory that people believe in that is that the the soul keeps coming back and it chooses a certain life, a certain, so it would choose its mother, it would choose its father, it would choose what country it's born in, what gender it is, socioeconomic level, education level. There's an author named Gary Zukoff that actually calls earth school he calls it this is the earth school where the soul comes to learn and the purpose of of coming back repeatedly is to grow and learn as a soul and expand hmm. um, there's another there's another theory that says that the soul comes back here repeatedly only for entertainment and experience well that that's what i was trying to say earlier on so when you're saying is is it actually did dictating how it learns like if the soul is separate you know if it's a separate entity is it actually sitting there going i'm only going to take in information and it's not going to take any information from its current person if that's what we're saying here so i can't communicate with it really you know um, what I'm saying? yeah it's always learning from the person because when you, when you think of that so is, yeah is the soul going to do anything for me you know what is it going to take my life lessons and then you know, put them in its pocket and use it for the next person. A hundred percent. That's you're, you're hitting on exactly the, the, the um, main, main purpose of reincarnation, according to many people that, that okay. it's oh, learning, yeah. you know, it's learning how to be a man. It's learning how to be a Canadian. It's learning how to be a, an audiovisual specialist. And it takes everything from your personality, that part of you and it grows so that when it comes back, it's always coming back a little bit better and more advanced so um, that is definitely the, the, uh, the feeling behind it. But there is another option that always sits at the back of my mind when I think of that is that the soul, if it's all-knowing and it's an energy and some people think it's part of, of God or the, the higher power, then doesn't it already know everything? So why would it need to come down to earth and, and have a human kind of experience if it already knows everything? In looking at that and asking that question and researching it, what what I've seen as a as an explanation for that is that it comes just for entertainment and experience. Yeah, it's interesting, right? right? So yeah. you know how sometimes you want to go to a movie that's really funny and you experience the the laughter, but maybe the week after you want to go to a horror movie and you just want to experience that. You're simply choosing to experience different things, not for any purpose to grow, but just for the experience of it to ex- just to have the the day laughing or have the day being afraid so that's you know that's another way of looking at it which sometimes i i really lean towards that way but then i say well no there's got to be more to it there's there's got to be more to it there's got to be a reason why we actually become physical humans on this earth yeah i mean that's getting pretty deep for me right it's it's a little bit yeah it, it, might, it might be a little bit but you know it's interesting to oh, ponder yeah, yeah um it, there's also this this other um issue of young souls versus old souls. So I watched the uh, Disney Pixar movie called Soul. 
the other day. Oh, did you? Yeah, it was it was really really cool. And um, they had these little tiny baby souls on up in the universe, and they were just dropping them in a hole towards Earth, which means that these these souls were relatively young, so they were coming down to Earth, and they were going to have um, their first experience as a human. And then there were older souls that were coming back and and were you know have been around a while. And you hear that a lot when you meet someone. Um, people often say, "Oh, that's an old soul." Or that, yeah, that's, I've heard that. Before, you you yeah. hear that, right? People yeah, say yeah. that all the time, and and they they tend to associate wisdom and maturity with an old soul. But that can also come with age. So I also don't know if I believe in this. I I haven't made up my mind if 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 when when our body dies and our soul does go up to wherever it goes and meets with the other souls. Um, does it get absorbed into it and then comes out again? Or does it stay as its own entity? If we're all connected and it's all energy and we all are one, it would mean that the soul is like a drop of water that comes out of the ocean. Let's put it that way. So all the souls are like drops of water, but when you put that water back into the ocean, it's part of the ocean and then a new drop has to come out. And it's neither new or old, kind of. So I, mm-hmm. I always kind of liken it to something like that. And there's, I have more. I have more theories, <laughs> believe it or not. Well, I mean, and, and I think that's that's pretty cool, right? Uh, so like you're saying about, you know, going up and coming back down or going up and, you know, getting getting some more information. You know, how do you, how do we get aligned with or, or closer to our soul at this point, right? To our true soul, I guess you had mentioned before. Um, well, there's, there's a lot of ways to, to align with your soul or to get close with your soul. Um, but I do, I do just want to talk about two more, two more things before I get into that, if that's okay. Um, I wanted to talk about soul families and contracts and that, um, so does that go in between what I just said or no? Yeah, I, I'd rather say this first and then leave the aligning with the soul till the end, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, there's, there's a, um, theory of soul families and contracts and that, that when we're coming down to earth, that we actually come with a group of souls and that we agree beforehand, um, I'm going to be the mother this time around. You're going to be the brother this time around. Um, I'm going to be your best friend, but then maybe in a previous life they played another role so that we all experience with each other being each other's people. Um, people that we work with very closely through years. I have people that I've worked with for 10 years. I know their, their family to me and what kind of family is it? It's a soul, it's a soul family, you know, and with that come contracts where you agree that you're going to do certain things for each other. Like I'm going to be, this is a horrible example, but you know, I'll be the mother, you're the son but you're the son that gets into a motorcycle accident and dies when he's 19. And I have to face, you know, one of the worst things as, as a, as a human being that I have to face in order for my soul to grow. Um, so we do, we make agreements with each other before we come here of, of, of what we'll do. And, and just the last thing I just wanted to say before um, we get into the communicating with our soul and, and aligning with it is that um, the, there's a, there's a theory of soul retrieval that says it's very shamanic and it, and it says that when you have a trauma and it can also be past life, it doesn't have to be only in one life, a little piece of your soul leaves and goes away so that you're missing that little piece. So for example, maybe when, when, um, 
in a previous life, you may have been a little child and everyone in the village moved away from the village the way they used to take their tents and go and they left you behind. So you, you know, you were a little child and you were crying and you were left behind so that in every life that you come, you always have this feeling of, of being left behind for some reason that everybody's going to leave you unless you have a soul retrieval experience with, which is with a shaman and they travel back into that lifetime and they grab that little piece of soul and they bring it back into you and, and they kind wow. of blow it. It's really cool. I've had it done. It, it's quite, it's You've quite something. It yeah. I think, I think it's worth talking about in a, in a future podcast for sure. Um, and then once you do that, your soul is healed. You, you, that missing piece, that piece where I always felt I was going to be left behind that piece of my soul that thought that is back into, into me. And then I kind of heal that issue and I don't have it anymore so I can move on. It's very cool. It's, it's quite an experience to, to have this done. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we were talking about how do we communicate with our soul and how we align with our soul. So let's talk about aligning first. And then um, with communicating, we're going to do something cool at the end. So I'd rather leave it till the end. So there, there's, I love this. this. This is one of my, my, my favorite learnings that I've had in my whole life about how do I align with my soul. And when we say align with my soul, we mean how do I get my personality to kind of be, um, be in cohesion with my soul to, to kind of match to, to align. Mm -hmm. So there's the best way that I, that I have learned in, in all the readings that I've done is meditation. So this is why a lot of people do meditation because they know that they're going to hear their, their soul talking to them. So you have to listen. So listening out for your soul. Um, you always have to act with integrity because as we said, the soul always is um, is pure and kind and compassionate. It always acts with integrity. So you may be faced with a choice. For example, um, many of us have experienced this when we were younger. We go into a store with our friends and they're like, okay, let's steal this. And, you know, I'm going to take this. What kind of group of people you you're, hang out with? Yeah, that, that one, that group. Um, and then you know inside yourself that you're not supposed to do this. Yeah. So that's your soul kind of telling you in the back of your mind, even at a very young age, don't do this. It's really important to always listen to that little voice in the back of your mind, which means you'll always make the positive choices that you do. And another way to align with your soul is to talk to yourself the way your soul would talk to you. What would my soul say to me? So for example, if you're putting on, um, Let's talk about a, f a female like me. You're, you put something on in the morning. You go, oh my God, you know, this doesn't look right on me. So what a terrible color. And oh, I didn't even sleep. My eyes look all red. No, the soul would never do that. The soul would always say, you're beautiful. You look amazing today. You are glorious. And that's how we need to learn to talk to ourselves. When we learn to talk to ourselves that way, that's we're allowing our soul to come through. Oh, really? Okay. And we should always do that to each other too. So... Yeah, but it's hard for people to compliment other people sometimes because they're insecure. They think, you know, I'm not going to give other credit because I need more credit than anybody else, right? Yeah, that's definitely one of the reasons that they do that. And also there's this whole thing, which I think started with when when um, American Idol, I remember, I remember people getting into this honesty thing because, you know, with that show American Idol, the judges would say, you're this and you're that and you're pitchy and you're that. 
there was there was um, rarely complimenting someone, even if they even if they were doing well. And I remember people getting into that kind of like, I'm going to tell you, you know what, that skirt makes you look like not as attractive as that other skirt. And, and I I never really liked that because I'm very positive. You can always find something nice to say, or don't say anything at all, as yeah, my mother would say. I, yeah, but I think it's the same thing. Like if. You know, but you're you're talking two different things too, right? You're talking somebody needs something that's delivered to them, right? So, like Simon or whatever you were saying with your with your thing there, uh, you know, they're they're looking for what they want, right? So they're telling these people how they have to act, right? So I mean, I get it. Uh, you should be a little bit more positive because some of these people they they've been told all their lives, you know, you, you're fantastic, and then to go on national television and just say you're normal kind of hurts people. Right. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I get your sore heart. You're, I get your, so, your, your sort of positivity thing. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just, I think sometimes, yeah, the world just sort of throws you garbage too. Right. Yeah. You don't have to be brutally honest and you also could be wrong. Like I, I once had my cousin tell me that she didn't like a particular color on me, but then the next person said, wow, I've never seen you look that nice in this color. And I thought, well, I really took it to heart what mm-hmm. my cousin said, but that was her opinion. So we also have to take that into perspective. When we see someone and we want to say something to them, we also have to say, that's my opinion. I, I might not be a specialist in haircuts or what colors look really good on person. So I should probably keep my mouth quiet and not tell, not tell my cousin she doesn't look in that color. So, so it's like taking the high road, you know? Yeah. There, there's a couple of other things that are actually concrete ideas that you could do, you know, almost after we, you finish listening to this, which is to make lists. And we're, I think we're, there's a podcast coming up about lists because they're really, really Not amazing. just lists, list with something else, right? Yeah, not just grocery lists. Yeah, um, thank God. They're, a really amazing list that helps you align with your soul is a gratitude list because the, the soul understands list. gratitude. And putting out gratitude is a really good way to attract back things that will give, will make you more, more grateful. Mm -hmm. So you'll, you take a piece of paper and you say, I am grateful for, and then you could be very basic. Everybody has something to be grateful for, even if they think they're having a really hard time in life because of, you know, they've lost their job and they're isolated and, you know, everybody hates them. They've broken up, but there's always, you can always find something to be grateful for. A very basic one is for the air that you breathe. And that you can breathe on your own. That's that's a really big one. Well, to me, that's almost a given, no. But there's a lot of people that are not grateful for anything, and they're they're very they're very down, and they just see the negative. Wow. So if they could start to flip their mind around towards what they are grateful for, the very very basic things that they're grateful for, um, two legs that work. There's a lot of people in this world who cannot walk on their own. If you're walking on your own and you're breathing some air, mm-hmm. already have two huge things to be grateful for. Wow. If you're listening to this, you've got great ears. You're probably hearing this. Um, you've got hearing to be grateful for. A life without hearing is not a fun life. So that like, you know, the basic things that people overlook, you're saying, you know, you should should be thankful for those first before you're like, well, I'm thankful I have a job and I'm making, you know, $3 million a year. Like you're thankful, but that's just almost superficial sometimes. Right? Yeah. And, and that what I'm saying is you can always find something to be grateful for. People go, mm-hmm. I don't have anything. I don't have this. I don't have that. I don't have a car. I, I don't have that. But you have legs that work. You know, um, in my other job, I work with people with disabilities. Yeah, and that really, really keeps you focused and grateful on just how, um, much there is to appreciate 
in your life when you when you deal with people that don't have the basics and that we that we take for granted that's another one don't take things for granted because you could lose them mm-hmm. um another another form of a list is a happy list what makes me happy um so you can you can also again focus on the little things a blue sky with some sun can make you happy mm-hmm. a nice cold glass of water can make you happy it doesn't have to be that three million dollars in the bank and that that um ferrari that you, that you want to drive it can be a, a lot of really basic things, like the smile of a child is something that makes a lot of people happy. Um, the last thing is to catch your emotions and try to lift yourself up again, like be aware, being aware of what you're feeling. So am I feeling, you know, the soul, the soul is about peace and, and joy and love. If you're not feeling um, those types of higher level emotions, catch yourself. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm being, I'm being negative. Okay. I need to stop this now. You can take control of your thoughts, yeah. stop it and try to lift yourself up by telling yourself, um, good things, which, which is same with forgiveness and letting go. Like don't focus on the, on that, what that somebody said to you or the guy that cut you off in the traffic, let it go, let it go. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you had mentioned meditation is key in some of this. Right, yes, and you had I, asked I, me. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think it was just a, a quick thing, but I, it stuck in my head, right? And I know that's probably, again, you were saying three or four things that are the next podcast, which is great because I think we're, we're, we're putting out so much great information out there. Um, can you, I think you were mentioning, and again, I, again, we were talking about this before we, we started, but is there a, a small meditation exercise you kind of wanted to share? Yeah, I wanted, because when we talk about, you you asked how do you communicate with their soul, right? So I wanted to say like, there's, you know, there's so many ways there's journaling, making, you know, looking for signs and coincidences. You can hear, you know, a loving, positive voice that you, that you create. But one of the best ways of um, hearing your own soul is through meditation. So it's, meditation's really difficult. I still struggle with it. Okay. Um, you know, there's a lot of different forms of meditation that we'll talk about in the yeah, two, awesome. two episodes from now. Yeah. But a very simple one is to take even a few seconds and focus on something that's not your thoughts that will kind of clear your mind of your own thoughts. So can we do a yeah, sure, little go child? Ahead, please, so yeah. what I wanted to do was we're only going to take 10 seconds. That's, yep. that's all you need right now because we'll have a, a long meditation podcast and we're going to go, we're going to count from 10 backwards to 1. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Mm-hmm. I'm going to rattle, and you're going to match your 10, 9, 8, matching to the rattle. And mm-hmm. all it's going to be is 10 seconds. So, so focus on the rattle and focus on the numbers backwards in your head. Yeah. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you, right. did you do it yeah yeah i mean it it, it it's sort of because you're you're kind of trying to keep up with it right so you're not really paying attention to anything else you're sort of going through that there you go you've and just I mean, done your first meditation wow and i mean for people that are looking this looks very um i don't want to use the wrong word but it's really cool it's a rattle that's looks like it's very old and it's got a leather strap and it's got a nice top to it so it looks it looks pretty cool yeah yep and it's that it's that simple that's your first experience of meditation i think wow and with that you know what this means helen it's it's the end it goes by so fast i know i know but uh i I think like we were saying on our journey 
then our next podcast, we're going to be doing some stuff with the body, correct? Yeah, it's hard to connect with your soul and meditate if there's something wrong with your body, if you're in pain and if, if you're dehydrated. So we're going to talk about the basics of the body. All right, fantastic. Well, I want to thank everybody yeah, for listening to this. And we're going to see you on our next podcast. Thank you so much. Take care, everybody.